Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello and welcome to a bonus episode of the School for Dumb Women. We're taking a little break over Christmas. Obviously, this time and the new year is a very big time for self-help. So we wanted to leave you with some of the best life advice from our very own Dr. Jane Frail. We hope it's helpful and that it sees you through safely to the new year. Go fuck yourselves, dears. We're really excited to have Dr. Jane Frail here, honestly. It's actually kind of a big deal for us, Hannah. It is, yeah. No, we're really lucky because Dr. Jane is in London at the moment promoting her new book, The Power of Sit, How Sitting Down and Thinking Thoughts Can Make a Healthier, Happier, Wealthier You. Um, and actually, she's I think she's just outside the door. Alex, do you mind going and grabbing her for us? Oh, yeah, sure. So, how are you, Anne? Yeah? Yeah, good, yeah. Cool. Dr. Jane Frail, welcome. You're here. Oh, hello, my wee darlings. It's an absolute pleasure to be on the podcast. Oh, and we're so excited. I, I won't shake your hand, if you don't mind. I have very soft bones. I'm afraid they bend very easily, even with the slightest contact. It's a very rare condition. Okay. My bones are basically a plastic ruler being held over a Bunsen burner, dear, for the length of a double science lesson. Oh, and also, uh, I've also just asked your uh, your friend to fuck off for a bit. Uh, sorry, I, can I swear on this podcast? Yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah. Uh, we're she, a swearing podcast. Guess, oh so. great! Uh, she, yes, yeah, she sort of uh, she sort of breathed a bit heavily on me, and I could just tell by her big fat face that she'd eaten white food today. And I thought that's a bit rude, isn't it? I mean, she knew I was coming and everything, and I can't be around white food, as you know, dears. Um, so she's having a sit down outside. I think she's crying. Oh, I suppose that's fine. Yeah, so, no, we can go without Alex. That's um, that's that's yeah. fine. You're here, and Hannah has some questions. Yeah, so Dr. Frail, you're here today um, to teach us how to meditate. I am, dear. Now, I'm sure the both of you know what step one is in any successful meditation plan. What is it? Um, I, I mean, I did have a quick read of your book. Um, is that emptying your mind? It's that like being yourself? No, 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 girls. Step one to being a successful meditation person and having a successful meditation plan is having an enema. Sorry, an, an enemy? An enema, a colonic, a hose up your shithole. Oh, okay. Is that necessary then, to, to meditate? Oh, darling, if you haven't had a proper go with a shit pipe, your meditation will be about as useful as a fucking owl with a cricket bat. So book your colonic from your nearest day spa or health centre or Armenian butchers and make sure you only <laughs> meditate within a 12-hour window of getting your arsehole completely flushed out or else the whole practice is fucking useless. 
sorry to interrupt you, Dr. Jane, and that does sound great, but everything I've read about meditation, it's more about like incorporating it into your daily life and making a space for everyday reflection. Hi, you're dead right if you're a fucking pussy. But how you're supposed to find that space in your everyday life for reflection if your arse is backed up with Turkish delight? So you would recommend daily colonics then? I daily, yes. It's absolutely useless to expect to successfully meditate otherwise. Well, Dr. Jane, um, your publicist is waving violently at me through the door to indicate that we're out of time. Um, And you must be getting to your next press appointment. You seem to be quite busy. Oh, I'm very busy, dear. I've got to go and uh, put a shit pipe up Dan Wotton from the sun. Uh, Okay, so, uh, yeah, very best with your book. And uh, we'll talk to you again very soon. Would you like a colonic right here, dear? No, but if you can send Alex back in, that would be good. Oh, that bloody fat-faced devil. Okay. (laughs) Come on, you carb-loathing monstrosity. God, that was weird, guys. How did she know I had some raw dough for lunch? Intuition, I guess. I mean, she's got no shit left in her body. so She could probably hear it. Yeah, That's true, actually. Yeah, if you've got no shit, you use more percentage of your brain, don't you? That's the theory. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And now we come to our newest segment, Women Who Glow, with our resident expert, Dr Jane Frail. Uh, Alex, you, you actually didn't get to meet her properly last time, did you? No, I didn't, which was weird, actually. And she took a bit of an aversion to me, but um, I've brought her some chocolate and uh, I hope we can be friends now. Yeah, d- does she eat chocolate? I, I'm sure it'll be fine. I mean, she loves food and putting things in her body. Yeah, so. that's true. Oh, sorry, guys. I'll have to check this. Alex, nothing bad. we said silent for recording. Hang on. Hello? What? My my house now now. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, right. Okay. Um right, I'll be right there. Guys, that was the woman from the fire brigade. My house is on fire. I have to go right now. Oh, are you, are you kidding me? That's it's the middle of the episode. Look, I live really close. I'll be back in approximately 4 to 5 minutes. All right. Well, make sure you save, you know, your promotional tote bag collection because they're really going to be worth something someday. Yeah, that's absolutely fine. Don't worry. All right. See you bye. Okay. Hope it's okay. Unprofessional. So, Han, how's the house move going? Um, yeah, actually, I prefer if you didn't speak to me when Alex isn't in the room. It just seems like a waste of time. Okay. Cool. Hi! Oh, Hi, Dr. Jane. It's Dr. so nice Jane. to see you again. It's average to see you, dears. Boy, hello, my lovelies. It's an absolute pleasure to be here again, and I'm really sorry I had to rush off last time. I had to teach Jeremy Clarkson transcendental meditation while providing him gentle hand relief. But I'm here now, and that's what counts. Has anyone got a tissue? Uh, yeah, right I right here. Oh, thank you so much, Lovely. Um, uh, so, w- won't you take a seat? Oh, absolutely not. No, thank you. I won't, if you don't mind. I'm, uh, I'm practising internal feng shui, which basically means that I can't create any right angles with my body, lest the chi in my pelvis get lodged in my arsehole. So I'll stand. Uh, okay, so what are you um, here to talk to us about today, Jane? Today I'm giving my lesson on mindfulness, which, as some of my avid fans will know, was part of a TED, or TED Talk, I performed at TEDx Kettering, a subterranean conference for the sewer people of Northamptonshire. Oh, um, well, I've heard of mindfulness and I think it actually sounds really interesting. I think, you know, I think all of us would be better off if we mm. had a bit more awareness and a few more, like, cognitive tactics to help us control our mental health and our well-being. Ah, you're absolutely right, love. Uh, for example, uh, imagine you've been in a car accident. Okay. Are you imagining it? I am. It's okay. grisly. Yeah. Hannah? I'm. Yeah, I've got it. 
Okay, well, you don't seem to have it, dear. Look look like you're imagining it. Yeah, right, okay. great. You know how it is. You've had a bit of iron brew go down the wrong tube and you're gagging like the only whore at a policeman's disco and you swear of an accidentally kill a cyclist. Oh, God. So this is an example of how to practice mindfulness? Yes, 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 is it, yes. Is it a realistic example? Let's not go into that, Caroline. Nothing was ever proven. So um, it doesn't matter what the example is. That's what I'm trying to get across. Uh, the point is that you can either internalise all of the negative energy of the event, you know, dwelling on it, beating yourself up, releasing all these poisonous toxins into your bloodstream, getting addicted to Quantro, you know, those sort of things. Or you could take a deep breath, count to ten, let it go, and just simply drive away. Wait, so you, but then you leave the cyclist? Absolutely, my darling. You know, too many women take on the emotional labour of cyclists, sorry, other people, and it's not good for their mental health. Why do you think most women are madder than a badger's britches, eh? So what you're saying is that My should... loves, I must go. I'm on pain display outside, and quite frankly, the fee for this is not even covering my Valium addiction. Right, well, thank you so much for stopping by, Dr. Frail. It's been very illuminating and No worrying. problem, Hen. Anytime. As long as that wee pale freak isn't here, I'll always swing by. She just freaks me out with her little bird face and her wet, suspicious eyes. Yeah, I hope, I hope she's okay. I'm sorry. Bye, Hannah! Oh my God, Alex, Alice. is your house okay? Um, How are the tote bags? Oh, so long. Weirdly. So oh. Almost as if that... Call was wasn't real. God, how often does that happen? False alarm on a house fire. Yeah, I know. Yeah. The woman sounded really nice as well, and was sort she of Scottish. Yeah. Sort of calming, but then troubling. Y- yes. That's weird. Yeah. What happened when I was out? Anything? No, nothing much. Jane came in. I thought you said you weren't going to book her again after how horrible she was to me. Yeah, but she's um, got she's got twenty four thousand Twitter followers. So. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> So, listeners, you'll be delighted to know that wellness expert, author and the death omen cyclists awake from their dreams screaming about is back in the studio for today's Women Who Glow segment. Um, So, yes, Dr Jane Frail is going to be joining us once again. And as always with Dr Jane Frail, Alex, I'm afraid we're going to have to ask you to leave. What? Why? Well, Dr Jane specifically asked that she not be interviewed by anyone who has menstruated in the last 10 days because it enrages the small bear that lives in the back of her car. Um, So I'm afraid you'll have to go. Well, that's a bit unfair, isn't it? What about you guys? I'm prematurely menopausal, as you know. Yeah, I'm I'm still waiting for my periods to start, so... (sighs) Fine. See you guys later then. Bye! Jane! So good to see you. Well, hello my dears. How are we doing? I trust you all had a lovely summer. Uh, Yeah, no, I uh, had a great summer, but um, it is October, Dr Jane. Oh, my mistake, dear. I've spent the last month locked in the Good Morning Britain basement, writing medical studies for Piers Morgan to quote on air. So I don't know my ass for my endo. Your endo? My endometriosis, dear, and I'm still not totally sure what it is. No, nobody is. So, listen, today, girls, we're going to talk about breathing, okay? Now, most people think they're breathing all the time, but studies have shown that statistically, most women don't breathe at all, with the greatest breathing disparity up to 80% in some countries. That can't be right, because you have to breathe to live. I mean, we're all breathing right now. Darling, I must ask you please not to interrupt me. I'll have to smash your wee face in with the blunt end of a pool cue, eh? 
Anyway, as I was about to say, while most people let enough air in and out of their miserable body to continue technically living, they're not breathing mindfully, are they? Breathing mindfully can only happen when you stop to truly think about your breathing and let the air flow through your body with concentration, intention, retention and pretension. So how do we start breathing mindfully, Dr Jane? It's very easy, dear. You must simply close your eyes and listen to your breath, observing the natural ebb and flow of your body's rhythm. Okay, let's do it together. Okay, we close our eyes. Okay, I'm closed. Closed, yep. We take in a breath of air. One, two, three, four, five. And we let out a breath of air. Eins, zwei, drei, vier, fünf. And again, in. One, two, three, four. Out, two, three, four. And as we breathe, we picture the sea. You're standing by the sea, feeling the waves lap against your toes, picturing the warm sun on your back, and in the distance, the bloated, greying corpse of an ex-lover. His eye sockets hollow from being plucked out by gulls. Sorry, what? We breathe in. Eins, zwei, drei, vier, fünf. And you remember the day he first left. Your body still young and supple, your hopes still undashed by the broken promises that passion brings. The day you promised that if you couldn't love him, nobody would. And we breathe out. Eins, zwei, drei, vier. What happened to Fumpf? And you think how peaceful he looks now and how ironic it is that after he left you, your face wet with your own tears. He will spend eternity dissolving into the watery grave that is our great unending mistress, the sea. Dr Jane, are you okay? Well, you get the idea, girls. The point is, breathing mindfully is the first step to following the sociopath within. What? I said following the path within. Well, thank you so much for coming in, Dr Jane. Um, It's been horrifying, as always. Ha! You should see his wife. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST.
Uh, guys, I've just got to pop out for a bit, actually. Oh, why? Because uh, I looked at the show schedule and it says that Dr. Jane Frail is coming in. And according to her new book, How to Do You When Doing You is What You Do to Get Through Being You, I should minimise situations where a stranger is likely to damage my self-esteem. Oh, yeah, no, fair enough. Um, I guess we'll see you later then. It also talks about how I shouldn't be friends with people who don't stick up for me or act in my best interest. OK, babe, I'll give you a text later, OK? Safe, safe home. Get me a Donald's. Hi, Dr. J. Hello, dears. Aren't you two looking very glamorous today? And the studio is looking green and so lush as well. Oh, thank you, Dr. Jane. Um, you're not usually this nice to us. Oh, sorry, dear. I, uh, I took some dodgy MDMA at Lorraine Kelly's Halloween party and now I'm overcompensating in an attempt to ward off the cloud of crushing dread that is certainly coming for me. Oh, that's, uh, that's a shame. Yes, uh, if I squint my eyes, I can actually see it. Barreling over the horizon, looking to claim me. Wow, well, um, I'm really glad you could come here today because um, you're here talking about sleep and that's something I actually have a lot of trouble with. Oh, darling, so many people do. Honestly, what I wouldn't give for this fucking Mandy to wear off so I could finally get a minute's rest. Jane, are you sure you don't want to have a, a little sleep or a wash or maybe some hula hoops before we start? You seem a bit... Oh, I, I won't peaky. be able to eat a thing till Friday, dear, at this rate. Um, but listen, if you're not on Mandy, and good for you if you're not, that's a lovely choice. Although it certainly doesn't feel like one when Lorraine is dressed as the ghostly mask boy from Scream and forcing you to take dabs out of a crisp packet of Space Invaders in her upstairs loo. I mean, what happened to keeping your smack in a clear plastic bag with Bob Marley's face on it? I ask you. A little class, you know. It goes a long way. Mm, certainly does, Jane. Oh, sorry, girls. Be back with you in the room in three, two, one. Okay, uh, sleeping, yes. Some good tips for getting to sleep at night is meditation and yoga before bed. No screens after 8pm, as the backlight stimulates your retinas. That one could be a bit of a hard one for people in this day and age. Yeah, you've had a bit of a hard one, haven't you? Yes, yeah. uh, Fortunately, have. It was Jonathan Ross, the dirty bugger. Um, and of course, the old chestnut of a bit of lavender spritz on your pillow and a steaming mug of chamomile tea. But after all that, when you lie down and you still can't get to sleep at night, uh, just try and remember that you're only human, okay? Everyone makes mistakes, and that guilt is a useless emotion that you must purge from yourself if we're ever going to evolve as a species. Okay, so so guilt. Listen, why should the things I've done keep me up at night, okay? Why should I, an attractive and very, very thin woman, be burdened by a timeless guilt about the things I had to do, the people I had to betray, and the prison snitches I had to carefully dismember with a bit of an old Coke can that was lovingly and painstakingly carved into a rudimentary knife? I think they call that a shiv. After all... Is the world not founded in endless pain? Do orangutans not get thrown into pits of acid so their homes can be used for palm oil every day? In the grand scheme of things, is it really my responsibility as a very, I must say, very thin and shockingly beloved TV doctor to stay awake at night thinking of my sins? Dr Jane, I hate to interrupt you, but I think you're on an unbelievably hard come down by the looks of it. And, you know, it's fine if you want to have a lie down somewhere else. Yeah, that existential dread that you mentioned earlier has definitely found you oh you're probably right dears well uh, i'll see you uh, i'll see you next time eh is that is it unless unless anyone's got any valium 
Not today, Jane. Right. Well, death is coming for us all then. Good luck with your sleep. Guys, I actually have to nip out and do my Christmas shopping. I'll uh, I'll be back in approximately four minutes. That's how long your Christmas shopping takes you? Oh, yeah. I just walk into Muji and cram some candles and notebooks into a basket, don't pay for it, and then leave. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, Dr. Jane Frail is coming in, um, and she hates clear plastic storage solutions, so it's probably best that you leave anyway. Oh, of course she does. Right, okay. Bye. Get me a candle. Fine. I'm not paying for it. Get what you want for it. <laughs> We should talk about firing Alex. Oh, God. Hi, Jane. Hello, my little round robins. How are we? Very nice. Happy Christmas to you. Aren't you looking festive and jolly? Opening the door on the advent calendar a little early, are we? Jane, you can't just walk in here and call us fat because it's Christmas. Oh, darling, I don't mean it. I'm just planting the seeds now so you'll buy my new physical wellness DVD in January. It's called... Train with Jane, the frailer way to freer fitting fashion. You know, Jane, as much as I love hearing about your uh, dieting business, I think ah, the PR was actually... ah, ah, ah. We don't say diet here. We say physical wellness, dear. I will also accept mindful minimization, or in some cases, constructive dysmorphia. Uh, well, as much as I love hearing about your constructive dysmorphia, Jane, you are here today to talk to us about mindfulness at Christmas, aren't you? Yes, Hester. I thought that some of your listeners will be going home for Christmas. And, you know, that can be a really difficult time for a lot of people. Seeing family can be very emotionally charged, very pressured, and it often brings out the worst in us. Often when we see our siblings or our parents, we get trapped in the same old scripts with them because, you know, they still see us as children and they refuse to accept the adults we now are. Wow, Jane, that's actually really sound, sensible, emotionally healthy advice. Thank you. Well, Mary, there's a reason they used to call me the heart doctor when I was the guest expert for three episodes on Trisha. And let me tell you, it wasn't because of my three husbands dying on the operating table during seemingly routine procedures. It's because I know family drama. So, Jane, do you have any advice for people who are struggling with their families this Christmas? Well, the key here, dear, is honesty and communication. Let's say you're having a problem with your mother, okay? Maybe she said a few thoughtless things, you've said some things, there's an atmosphere. So, you sit that bitch down in a neutral setting and tell her, Look, Mum, I know you've always been jealous of me, and I know that when I won Miss East Aberdeen in 1983, wearing only some brown lipstick and a tube of fibreglass, you were so sick with envy that you crept into my bed in the night and poured hot tar on my hair, so that when I woke up, not only was my beauty ruined, I also developed a lifelong fear of coal-based substances, which eventually ended my promising career as a lady miner. I know, Mum. You don't need to deny it. But do we need to keep focusing on the years of revenge that followed? Or the fact that I pretended you were dead to the press just so I wouldn't have to invite you to my wedding? Can we nay just call it water under the bridge? After all, at the end of the day, it's Christmas, Mum. We're both here, and in many ways, we are all each other has. So, we can glare at each other in total silence until the brandy runs out, or... We could put on a ready meal and agree that we're glad that Dad's dead. Eh? What do you say? Um, So we should be honest with our family then, Jane. Eh? Oh, yes, love. Uh, Just say that and uh, 
personalise your own details where necessary. But really, I think it's quite a universal experience. Well, I hope to one day find the strength to confront my mother about the tar that she put in my hair. Um, thank you, Dr Jane. Anytime, dears. Have a great Christmas. H- Happy New Year, yeah, Jane. You too. Yeah. Stay Remember, safe out there. Dad before you buy. Thanks for listening and thank you to Dr Jane for gracing us with her presence. Thank you to Harry Harris for our jingles, Gavin Day for our artwork and Soho Radio Studios for the recording space. Uh, we will see you in the new year. New year, same old fucking you, eh? 